uh, means a lot. It really does. Uh, you know, there, there are the, the people who are close to me um, saw the, the struggles and what I was going through and some of the players that uh, I'm pretty close to. Uh, they've they've really helped, you know, throughout this this process and the last few years. Um, you know, and their support and what, what you know, some of those things that they said, you know, come off that, that last screen meant a lot to me. Uh, probably the low point was not knowing that if I ever uh, be able to live pain-free again, am I going to be able to sit, stand, walk, lay down without feeling the pain that I was in? And I just didn't want to live that way. You know, this is how my the rest of my life is going to be. It's going to be a, a tough rest of my life. So that's Tiger Woods just giving his thoughts after that win yesterday that kept all of us up, all of us up until midnight. And uh, let's speak to now Mr. Dale Haynes uh, just to understand what it means. A former pro himself, of course, renowned commentator who's been kind enough to give us some of his time during this Heritage Day. Um, Dale, good evening and thank you very much for agreeing to speak to us on SAFM, sir. It's an absolute pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk about uh, something as special as what happened yesterday. Now tell us what that means, Dale. We saw incredible scenes yesterday, scores of people following Tiger around. Surely it does not it does not only mean a lot for him, but for the game of golf. It certainly does. Tiger Woods doubles the amount of people that watch on television. He doubles the amount of people that watch live golf, that go out to the golf course to watch. So, uh, you know, Tiger just gets golf onto the front page. That's the bottom line. You know, people that don't even play golf will be talking about Tiger Woods today and the incredible comeback that he's made from a year ago. As you heard him say, he didn't even know whether he'd be able to play golf again. Yeah. And, and uh, this is the second greatest comeback, or the second amazing comeback in golf. Ben Hogan did it uh, in, the, in the late 40s and early 50s. He came back and won the U.S. Open after a near-fatal car accident. And people are comparing the two. Personally, I think Tiger's is more amazing. Wow. We had the commentators last night, Dale, saying they would take a lot of ad breaks in the beginning of the round so that there are no disruptions uh, when he gets going. Why does he still yield, get so much interest and fanfare even when he wasn't playing his best golf? You know, I think, I think that um, Tiger, because of what he did in the first part of his career, he, he uh, instilled in, in the public um, an excitement that, is, that has never been seen in golf. Um, he's played the finest golf that's ever been played. You know, in, if you look at records, Jack Nicklaus has still won more major championships than he has. And so Jack Nicklaus still today, as we talk right here, is going to go down as the greatest golfer that's ever lived. However, Tiger's now got an opportunity of matching Jack Nicklaus or even beating his record. Um, but, you know, Tiger, Tiger took golf to levels that had never been seen before. Even the great Arnold Palmer, you know, who, who turned turned golf into a game for the everyman. You know, it didn't do what Tiger did because Tiger identified with so many different groups of people because of, you know, of, of the, the person that he was. He was young. He was part Asian. He was, he was part black. He uh, uh, was part white. He uh, was a, a, a different, he had a different religion to most people in America. So, you know, he just identified with so many different people that uh, uh, 
you know, he just attracted a lot of people to the game of golf. And especially these youngsters that we're seeing coming through. I mean, we've had the likes of Jordan Spieth and many more. Ricky Fowler saying that they were inspired by Tiger and that's why they are playing the sport now. Uh, with this victory now, does it, does it prove that he can still do it? Does it prove that he can go toe-to-toe with these youngsters again? Oh, it does. You know, a lot of us, and I include myself, a lot of us said, I thought that he might come back and win. I didn't think he would do as nearly as well as he has done. Never mind when he's come close to winning often this year. Mm. He's nearly won the FedEx Cup. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's done. But, you know, a lot of us thought that, that, you know, he wasn't intimidating the players that he was playing against like he used to. He intimidated Ernie Elf. He intimidated BJ Singh. He intimidated uh, Saul Nicholson. These youngsters never saw him play like that. So they weren't intimidated by him. Plus, they hit the ball as far as he does. You know, so they're not scared of him and they hit the ball as far as he does. You figure that it's going to be more difficult for him to beat them. But he's proved that he could play shot for shot against any one of them and, and outplay them. Mm. And after that runners-up finish at the PGA Championship, do you feel that a win was around the corner uh, from what you'd seen in 2018? Do you feel it could come this year? Well, I, I wasn't sure it would come this year because he had so few tournaments left. Mm. You know, but uh, he only had, he only had the, the playoff tournaments left. So I wasn't sure that he would win this year, but I was sure that he would win again. Uh, you know, the the big question now is, is he going to win a major championship again? That's the next question. You know, because there are only four of those a year, and, and they're obviously always more difficult to win. You put more pressure on yourself. He's got the added pressure is that he's always wanted to beat Jack Nicklaus's record. He now has a second chance of doing it. And I think he's as surprised as anybody that he's going to get a second chance to do it. But... You know, the one thing we mustn't forget is, is you know, his health is still an issue. Mm. You know, he's still got to be a little bit wary about his health. He's also, he's got a lot of other priority in his life. You know, he's got children now. He's got, he's got a family. He's got a very big business, you know, that he controls, building golf courses, running restaurants, doing all sorts of other things. So, you know, he's got other things in his mind that he didn't have 10 years ago. So Tiger's a different person, and, and I believe a much nicer person than he was 10 years ago. And which aspect of his game, Del Hayes, has he finally got right? Because he was always saying there's something missing, either the feel is not there or the putting is not there, and, but he seems to have finally got it together now. Two things. Firstly, earlier, earlier this year and for the last few years, his driving has been atrocious. Mm-hmm. He, he was a, probably the worst driver on the tour, or certainly in the bottom group of drivers on the tour. He's got his driver under control now. He's found a swing, and he's done it himself, which is important. He hasn't used a coach to do it. He's gone out and worked on it and done it himself. The second thing is, over the last few years, he wasn't putting quite as well. He was missing one or two putts that he would have held 10, 12 years ago. He's got his putting back. I mean, the Tour Championship this week, his putting was phenomenal. He played a very mature game yesterday, basically protecting the lead, and we know he always does well when he's in front. Is, is that the old Tiger that's back? That's the old Tiger. There's no question about it, you know. And I mean, he's one of the greatest golfers that's ever lived. He's one of the greatest strategists that's ever lived. Tiger knows that when he's out front, the other guys have to do something really special to beat him. You know, he just mustn't do anything silly. Mm. And, you know, Tiger knows how to get around the golf course without doing anything silly. And that's what's made him so special. That's what's made all the greats, Jack Nicklaus, Ben Hogan, Gary Player. That's what made all the great golfers so special. Is They were able to not do anything silly. If they hit a bad shot, the next shot was a good shot. 
What does the game of golf say about those in their 40s? Is in his early 40s? At which stage of, of, of your game or your career are you? Is it peak? Is it when golfers start to play well? Or is it, is it when there's a decline? It varies from player to player. Um, uh, Nick Price, yeah. uh, his best golf came in his sort of middle, late 30s. Gary Player's best golf came in his early 30s. Jack Nicklaus's best golf came you know, in his early, his, early, his, his early 20s, his early 30s, and his early 40s. He played well right up until he won his last major at 46. So, you know, Tiger, Tiger's got the time. You know, he's got four or five or six years where he, he'll still be able to, to win championships, I believe, if his health holds up. You know, if he doesn't have a relapse with his back. And, you know, please God, that doesn't happen to him. But uh, that's, that's got to be the thing to worry about. What does this win do now? Does it put him under the spotlight again to win tournaments? And does he still have something to prove uh, in golf, Tiger? I think, you know, Tiger's never going to go out of the spotlight. I think even the day Tiger retires, he'll still be in the spotlight. <laughs> you know, he's one of the greatest sportsmen in the history of sport. He's like Muhammad Ali, like Michael Jordan. He's one of the greats of sport. So Tiger's never going to be out of the limelight. But I think all that Tiger needs to prove is one thing. He wants his kids to see him win again. This, this tournament that he won yesterday is massive for him because it's the first time his kids have been old enough to understand what their dad has just done. And that was huge for Tiger. He said it out loud. He said it to his friends. He hasn't said it you know, out in the public, but he said it to his friends. He said it to the pros that are close to him. He wanted his kids to see him win and understand it. So this is the first time it's happened. This next thing he'd like to do, he'd like them to see him win a major. And can he still get there? Can he get to that mark of Jack Nicholas, that 18? Well, you know, I, I'd like... I think, no, I don't think he will get there. My personal view is I don't think he will get there. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't put my house on it. I wouldn't bet too much money against him. He is, he is phenomenal. What he's done this year proves that he can do anything he sets his mind to do. And his mind is set to beat Jack Nicklaus' record. I wouldn't bet too much money against it. Sets it up nicely for the Ryder Cup next week. How do you see that one going? What are you expecting in Paris this weekend, rather? This week. You know, you know, I think on paper the Americans have got a better team than the Europeans. However, that's the same every single Ryder Cup. And, and uh, you know, the Europeans, since, since Europe joined Britain, the Europeans have won more times than they've lost. So it's going to be very interesting. You know, this last tournament, you had four, four Americans in the top ten, but you also had four Americans in the bottom six of the tournament. There were four, four Americans in the Ryder Cup team that were in the bottom six of this tournament. So, you know, you have, you have some players playing well, some players playing not so well. It's going to be how the captain manages the team. I don't think the golf course is going to favor one team over another team. I think the golf course is very fair for both teams. And it's going to be a great spectacle. It's, it's a way all of us play golf, you know, when we play for fun. We play match play, man against man, or two men against two men, or two women against two women. You know, that's, it's called match play. And that's what they play in the Ryder Cup. And it's the most exciting form of golf that it's going to be the best three days of the year. Well, excepting for yesterday. <laughs> and finally, Del Hayes, <laughs> it might be easy, it's easy to forget about Justin Rose, of course, because he won the FedEx, and even though he lost the number one spot. Uh, was it well-deserved, the first Englishman to do so? Well, well um, you know, Justin... You know, the only person who hasn't forgotten about Justin is his bank manager. <laughs> Ten million United States dollars he's got in his bank account today. So, uh, you know, he's a very happy man. Um, 
I think uh, he's not. I, I think it's did, did um, Luke Donald not win the Fed Cup? I'm not sure about that. He oh. might be. Is he the first British Englishman to win it? I think he is. Is he? I'm not sure about that. Maybe okay. he is. But you know, Justin Rose. Firstly, Justin Rose was born in South Africa. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we claiming him now because <laughs> if he brings that money back to South Africa, it will take us out of the recession. We'll be we'll be back in a thriving economy. So we we want him to come back to South Africa. Justin Rose is is a class act. He's a really good guy, and I think everybody was pulling for for Justin to win the FedEx Cup, except maybe maybe Boring Tiger. And I, I really don't think I think Tiger, I think all all his senses were focused on winning the the Tour Championship. Yeah. I really don't believe the FedEx Cup was. You know, something that he was even thinking about very much. He just wanted to win that that championship. And how close was he from winning a Tiger? Tiger, how close was he from winning the Phoenix Cup? Yeah. Very, very close. In fact, if um, if uh, Justin Rose hadn't birdied the last hole, he, Tiger would have won. Oh wow! Sure, incredible so stuff. Close. Incredible stuff. Delhaye, always a pleasure talking to you, sir. Thank you very much for your wonderful insight right here on SAFM, and really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Anytime. Cheers. Eh? Thank you. So wonderful man there. Uh, Del Hayes, of course, the voice of golf, as some uh, would uh, say. And he's also a former a pro golfer, a man who's very passionate about his game there. And you can just hear from his voice there how much this win means uh, of Tiger Woods. And as I said, not only for Tiger, but just for the game of golf. I mean, I had so, so many people who don't usually watch golf stay up last night. Uh, some were asking um what does this mean? You know, uh, they, some some were saying that uh, they're surprised that he's still wearing Nike. They thought Nike had dumped him. And Nike actually stayed with Tiger through all these years, through all the difficult times. And look at what he has done now, Tiger Woods. You can't keep a good man down. And if you're one of those who wrote him off, don't be shy. Feel free to call us 891 There, Come and eat your humble pie. We've got it right here.